0: what's going on matt savoka here from AwesomeO.com, bringing you the nfc championship game fan duel contenders video the rubber match between the San Francisco 49ers and the Los Angeles Rams, arguably the toughest division in football all season long. The NFC West just beat up on each other. So it's fitting that two NFC West teams find their way into the NFC Championship game, a 45 and a half point total. And currently, the Rams are favored at home by three and a half points. Before we get into my Top plays, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel, and get hit that notification bell so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you could give me Matt Savoka a follow on Twitter at DraftAholic, that would be much appreciated as well. We'd also like to thank our presenting sponsor, FanUp. If you haven't checked out FanUp, now is the best time to do so. They've got NFL. And NBA contests like the conference chaos contest with four thousand dollars winner take all in the NFL, just ten dollars to enter. And they've got NBA contests that are up to a thousand dollars in prizes. Use promo code Awesomeo to get two thousand bonus points, which is the equivalent of twenty dollars used to bet on the site without a deposit. That's awesome. Promo code Awesomeo, A W E S E M O when you sign up for FanUP today. Okay, guys, on the screen here, you see my 10 through 6 of my top players for this NFC Championship game. At number 10 and tied at number 9 are Tyler Higby and Matt Gay. And yes, you can play kickers on home favorite teams, even those that are favored by just 3.5 points. But that's more of a floor play than a ceiling play. For tournaments, I think you go with the lower floor, higher ceiling option. And that's Tyler Higby to me. Continually gets used in the red zone and is that third receiving option after his teammate Odell Beckham, who is definitely the second option in the Los Angeles Rams receiving core, but they continue to make a concerted effort in Los Angeles to get him the ball in the red zone. That's why we've seen an explosion of touchdowns this season for Odell Beckham since joining the Rams. He's in the optimal lineup 26% of the time. George Kittle is in the optimal lineup a third of the time, a really solid ceiling projection despite not having more than 63 yards receiving in any game since week 15. But remember, week 15, in the three weeks before that, he had had an average of 141 receiving yards. The ceiling is unparalleled in terms of tight ends on this slate for George Kittle. Then at number six, Eli Mitchell little banged up uh he's definitely gonna play but his usage has been uh definitely taken into because of Debo Samuel's usage usage but still in expected fantasy points per game I still expect Eli to get plenty of touches here and he's getting over 25 fantasy points in 10% of our simulations he's a solid floor and median play a so so ceiling I don't think he's getting 20. 20- five fantasy points here. I think it's closer to 15 to 20, but still a 12,000 on FanDuel we will take that as a flex play. He's in the optimal lineup 34% of the time. He doesn't quite crack the top five though. Who does? Let's watch and find out. At number five, Cam Akers. And Cam Akers is being utilized exactly how they wanted to utilize him at the beginning of the season before the Achilles tendon and hats off to him for getting back. Now, the efficiency has been so so but an 81% snap share 27 total opportunities 24 rushes including 6 in the red zone i'm going to i'm going to give him a gimme even though he had those fumbles that arguably let tampa bay get back into the game fumbles are t- they tend to be random here and so the opportunity is what i'm going to chase here and he has that going for him in spades the san francisco defensive front is no joke they are tough against the run they are fourth in pff team defensive grades but so cam akers is scoring over 25 fantasy points 22% of the time in our latest sims and he's scoring nearly 15 fantasy points as a median projection I like Akers usage, and especially because Eli Mitchell's usage continues to dwindle because of Debo Samuel. I think Cam Akers quietly has some of the best guaranteed workload of any player on this slate. He's in the optimal lineup a solid 40% of the time. At number four, Jimmy Garoppolo. And I I already know what you're asking me. Like, How can you do this to me? You are asking me to play a player who has scored 10.2 fantasy points combined in his last two starts. He had four fantasy points last week. Uh, I mean, this is a player on a team that relies heavily on their running game. And they're really hiding Jimmy Garoppolo. But Garoppolo is accurate. You can say that. He's scoring 25 fantasy points a quarter of the time. And I really think that's because we've seen him, even against this same Rams team, air it out. In Week 18, when these two teams last played and San Francisco pulled off the upset, he had 316 passing yards. So, assuming the Los Angeles Rams offense shows up, the only way that this team keeps pace is likely with a decent game from Jimmy Garoppolo. He's got a medium projection of 15 fantasy points and because of his poor poor, poor performance, excuse me, his salary is kind of diminished here. I like him especially as a flex play, but look at the optimal MVP percentage, 11% chance of getting there. He's in the optimal lineup 44% of the time. At number three, Debo Samuel and He was the best player on the field by far in that win against the Green Bay Packers in the divisional round. And while he only had three receptions for 44 yards receiving, as usual, he was a monster at the running back position. I mean, with the game on the line in that two-minute drill on third and seven, they're running it up the gut with Debo Samuel. And it works. It works easily against the Green Bay Packers who are playing well defensively. And Los Angeles has been playing well defensively as well. Their defensive front is built to stop the pass first and foremost, but these two teams know each other well. They know their little tricks and I expect Debo Samuel and Kyle Shanahan to have plenty of tricks themselves. So I do think that Debo has a chance to fail here. I don't think that he has under 15 fantasy points. I really don't. I think we're looking at closer to, the 15 to 20 and i'm really happy to see in 27 percent of our simulations he's scoring 25 fantasy points or more he is in the optimal lineup 46 percent of the time at number two matthew stafford and he had the game of his life last week 366 passing yards 9.6 yards per attempt two touchdowns even ran for six yards that's good for matthew stafford and of course that bombs a cooper cup to set up the final play we're all always going to remember him running down the field, winding up his arms, trying to get everyone to the line to spike it. He eventually does. Rams win the game, and here we are. Stafford has been playing great. He had 11.9 yards per attempt while being needed sparingly in that wild card weekend win against the Arizona Cardinals, and he's got a 40% chance of scoring 25 fantasy points again. Even though the San Francisco defense has been improving, they're healthier in the secondary, they still have weaknesses here that Stafford, knows pretty well. He could definitely exploit them. The 19 point median projection at 16,500, that's not a, not going to cut it, but he does have a really solid ceiling here. As usual, we want to play quarterbacks as much as we can. I like him at MVP, but I especially like him at that flex position where he's the, in the optimal lineup 41% of the time. Matthew Stafford, a 57% chance of being in that optimal lineup. I like him a lot. Now, before I reveal my final... Play My number one play on FanDuel for this NFC Championship game. Just want to remind you guys, go ahead and like this video, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell so that you always know when we're going live. You guys know what to do. And if you guys could give me a follow on Twitter, at Draftaholic, that would be much appreciated as well. Also want to give one more shout out to our presenting sponsor, FanUp. Use promo code AWESEMO when you sign up, A-W-E-S-E-M-O, for 2000 bonus points the equivalent of $20 to use on their site no deposit required okay guys let's get into my number one play on FanDuel for this NFC Championship at number one did you really expect anybody else of course it's Cooper Cup Cooper Cup is the best player in football this season. He showed us all with nine receptions for 183 yards last week. And before the big duel in Kansas City on Sunday night, Cooper Cup was the superstar of the Sunday slate. You can't really ask for anything more from a wide receiver. He's number one in every statistical measure you could think of this season, and he's kept it up in the postseason. They're going to do everything in their power to stop him, and it's still May not be enough. He has nearly 20 points as a median projection, and nearly 47% of the time he's scoring 25 fantasy points. In nearly 17% of our simulations, a number usually reserved for a quarterback, he is the optimal MVP, even at 16,000. And He's got a 41% chance of being an optimal flex play. He sneaks in ahead of his quarterback, really surprisingly, but I mean, it's Cooper Cup. It's not that surprising. 58% chance for Cooper Cup to be in the optimal lineup. And that is gonna do it for the FanDuel NFC Championship game contenders video. If you're looking for the DraftKings version of this video or the uh, AFC Championship game version of this video, they are all around here somewhere on the channel. Go ahead and look for it. We will be back with all of the Super Bowl content you could possibly want in the two weeks leading up to the big game. Until then, I'm Matt Savoca from awesome.com.